0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to the LOL Storytime Podcast. This week we're trying to cram in one more story for the holidays. In whichever way you celebrate, we're wishing everyone a wonderful holiday season and we look forward to bringing you more goofy stories in the new year. Today's story is called Substitute Santa. Let's get into it. This is the story of Brian, a.k.a. Substitute Santa. Brian was a gentle, soft-spoken, and peaceful guy, which is partially why his first-ever job didn't quite pan out. He had dreamt of becoming a teacher for years, and when he finally received a call to fill in for another teacher who had fallen ill, Brian was ecstatic. Though his first day as a substitute teacher, unfortunately, was also his last. Shortly after greeting the class, he found himself surrounded by a mob of 5th graders and was promptly duct-taped to the wall. Um, kids? A little help? Anyone? No? Okay, well, I'll just be over here if anyone needs me. So when he was offered a job as a substitute Santa, he was a little hesitant to take it. Fortunately, this job turned out to be amazing. His first call came sometime during the month of April. Santa woke up with a bad headache and asked Brian to fill in for the day. His job required him to supervise the workshop and make sure the elves were on task. He came in prepared to use such lines as, Enough chatting and get back to work already! And pick up the pace, team! Christmas is right around the corner! These presents aren't going to make themselves, you know! But when he showed up, he discovered that the elves were totally capable of getting the job done on their own. They loved their work and were 10 times faster at it than he would have ever imagined. The hardest part was just convincing the elves to take their lunch breaks. They never wanted to stop. So perhaps it was a little boring at times, but the candy canes and hot chocolate were free, so he didn't complain. Brian got lots of calls to help out during the summer months when Santa booked his beach vacations. Then, as fall and winter rolled around, things would quiet down for Brian, while Santa and his team became laser-focused on the upcoming holiday. He was slightly shocked to receive a call in December one morning, when Christmas Eve was so close. "'Ho, ho, Brian! (coughs) I'm afraid I've come down with a nasty cold and could really use your help,' pleaded Santa. "'Absolutely, Santa. Boxing Day? I've got you covered.' "'No, not Boxing Day.' Christmas Day? After all those deliveries? No problem. I'll help the elves put away all the wrapping paper. No, not Christmas Day either. Um, well that only leaves Christmas Eve. Your biggest day of the year. Bingo! Well, Brian wasn't about to leave Santa high and dry at this critical moment, but he also hadn't the slightest clue how he was going to pull this off. Fortunately, when he showed up for duty... Eh, duty. The elves had already done everything above and beyond to get things ready. The sleigh was loaded and the reindeer were all hitched. The list was neatly printed. And he even found a little snack bag under the seat. All right, Comet, and, uh, you other ones, let's do this, am I right? Nothing? Uh, giddy up? Nothing. Psst, try using the reins encouraged an elf patiently watching from the sidelines oh right of course and with that substitute santa was off after a brief period of flying brian had a moment of panic and called out to the reindeer uh i hope you guys know where we're going because i forgot to pack a map or gps or anything one of the reindeer closest to him made a weird grunt noise But before Brian could ask him what he meant, they were already landing on the roof of the first house. Brian was hoping the names on the list went in order. Nothing worse than giving a kid a Barbie when all they wanted was a dump truck. Alright, so according to this, 9-year-old Allison and 7-year-old Dave live here. It took Brian a long time to dig through the sack of presents before he finally found the right gifts. Sure, they had to be all the way at the bottom. Sheesh. Brian tried talking to the reindeer again. Okay, guys, so I know in all of the books Santa always goes down the chimney, but, like, surely he's got a better way in real life, right? Dasher groaned and dropped his head in disbelief. Okay, whatever. Just thought I'd ask. These pants didn't come cheap, you know. $200 designer pants, and they'll be ruined the first day. Brian made his way down and eventually back up the chimney but thought twice about whining to the reindeer about how he'd almost broke his wrist, especially since he forgot to bring them the carrots that the children had left out. Rude kids, man. Amazing cookies, but totally excluded you guys with the lack of reindeer treats. The next ten houses were rough for Brian. He was attacked by a cat, set off a security alarm, woke up someone's grandpa who'd fallen asleep on the couch, and almost roasted his bottom at one house where the fire was left ablaze. He was beginning to feel slow and heavy from all the cookies and milk and paused for a little break by Greg and Molly's fireplace. He started to ponder the age-old question of, What happens when the substitute falls ill? Is there a substitute for the substitute? Well, apparently there is. Because when Brian called Santa, another substitute hastily met him on the roof of the next house. Hey man, I came as quickly as I could. Great, answered Brian. I guess I'll be on my way home then. Wait! I have no clue what I'm doing, man. How do you know which presents are for whom? Do I just randomly guess? I do, right? And do I just throw them down the chimney? Brian consents this was not going to end well. He also felt bad because he actually wasn't even feeling that sick. Perhaps only a smidge tired and full. Just because things weren't coming easy tonight didn't seem like a good enough reason to quit. Santa and all of the children deserved better. Brian offered to team up with the new substitute. Maybe this was a job that truly just needed the double-substitute combo. The reindeer seemed to have their doubts and appeared to be contemplating calling it quits too. But things turned around when Brian and the second substitute found their groove. Brian had mastered the list and was getting quicker at locating the right presents for each child. Second Substitute was like a ninja going up and down chimneys. No dogs, cats, or grandparents were disturbed. They both shared the cookies so as not to overeat, and between the two of them, perhaps one in ten houses, someone remembered to bring the carrots up for the reindeer. By the end of the night, Brian and Second Substitute had pulled it off. Much to the delight of Santa and all the happy children Christmas morning. Upon returning, Santa gave his thanks. Oh, I'm so glad to know I can count on you both next Christmas if needed. Both Brian and second substitute forced a smile and later made sure to make themselves unavailable next Christmas by booking a week-long beach vacation. The end. That's our story. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to check out more LOL stories and we will catch you on the next one.